Schooling should be privatized, but otherwise liberal Democrats and conservative Republicans, the New York Times and the Daily Oklahoman sound the identical themes of accountability, raising the bar, and global competitiveness, meaning that education is conceived primarily in economic terms. President Barack Obama didn't just continue George W. Bush's education policies. He intensified them, piling the harsh, test-driven mandates of a program called Race to the Top on the harsh, test-driven mandates of No Child Left Behind. Applause for this agenda has come not only from corporate America, but also from both sides of the aisle in Congress and every major media outlet in the United States. Indeed, the generic phrase, school reform, has come to be equated with these specific get-tough policies. To object to them is to risk being labeled a defender of the status quo, even though they have defined the status quo for some time now. Many of the people who have objected are teachers and other education experts who see firsthand just how damaging this approach has been, particularly to low-income students and the schools that serve them. But a key element of reform is to define educators as part of the problem, so their viewpoint has mostly been dismissed. What's true of attitudes about education is also largely true of the way we think about children in general, what they're like, and how they should be raised. Of course, politicians are far less likely to speak, or newspapers to editorialize about parenting. But columnists do weigh in from time to time, and when they do, those who are generally liberal once again do a remarkable imitation of conservatives. Articles about parenting in general interest periodicals, meanwhile, reflect the same trend. The range of viewpoints on other topics gives way to a stunningly consistent perspective where children are concerned. That perspective sounds something like this. We live in an age of indulgence in which permissive parents refuse to set limits for or say no to their children. Parents overprotect their kids rather than let them suffer the natural consequences of their own mistakes. Children would benefit from experiencing failure, but their parents are afraid to let that happen. Adults are so focused on making kids feel special that we're raising a generation of entitled narcissists. They get trophies even when their team didn't win, they're praised even when they didn't do anything impressive, and they receive A's for whatever they turn in at school. Alas, they'll be in for a rude awakening once they get out into the unforgiving real world. What young people need and lack is not self-esteem, but self-discipline, the ability to defer gratification, control their impulses, and persevere at tasks over long periods of time. These traditionalist convictions, for lack of a better word, are heard everywhere and repeated endlessly. Taken together, they have become our society's conventional wisdom about children to the point that whenever a newspaper or magazine addresses any of these topics, it will almost always be from this direction. If the subject is self-esteem, the thesis will be that children have an oversupply. If the subject is discipline and limits imposed by parents, the writer will insist that kids today get too little. And perseverance, or grit, is 
always portrayed positively, never examined skeptically. This widespread adoption of a traditionalist perspective helps us to make sense of the fact that, on topics related to children, even liberals tend to hold positions whose premises are deeply conservative. Perhaps it works the other way around as well. The fact that people on the left and center find themselves largely in agreement with those on the right explains how the traditionalist viewpoint has become the conventional wisdom. Child-rearing might be described as a hidden front in the culture wars, except that no one is fighting on the other side. In order to write this book, I've had to track down research studies on the relevant issues so as to be able to distinguish truth from myth. But I've also come across dozens of articles in the popular press, articles with titles like Spoiled Rotten, Why Do Kids Rule the Roost? in The New Yorker.